Hi, I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas-Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Michelle, my friend Michelle. She is just a universally loved lady. At least everybody I know, my wife included, we all enjoy working with Michelle. Thank you for tuning us in this morning. Oh my goodness, it's a beautiful morning outside. I even washed the car on the way into the studio this morning. And as I told Mike off air, the answer is no. You can't get through the deluxe wash, which by the way has no rinse water. You can't do that at uh, 731. That's a 729 or earlier thing. Found out the hard way. Found out the hard way. Maybe Sunday morning isn't a good time to wash the car because the Saturday night crowd has taken all the rinse water. Now, this, mind you, is not just the rinse water. It's the spot-free rinse water. So uh, I will take my wife's car home to her looking a little spotty. But it's clean. And so there we go. Good morning. We are here to talk about gardening, not about car washes. Phone number is 800-288-WBAP. Mike Bass is running the boards and wondering why he signed on for this gig when that's the way the show began. 800-288-9227. Call right now if you'd like to talk gardening, talk about the plants that you are growing or thought you were going to be growing in your landscape, in your garden, in your flower garden, in your vegetable garden, whatever it is. I'd love to help you with it. So please. Please pick up your phone and punch in the numbers 800-288-9227. I'm here until 10 today. This hour is sponsored by the great people at Callaway's. And when I say great, I really mean it because they have Texas certified and master certified nursery professionals at every one of the Callaway's. They're looking for some more good people, by the way. And if you're so interested, stop in and ask and we'll... uh, We'll have more details on that a little bit later. I hear some squeaking going on in the background, and that means that we have Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager with the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and with BRIT, the Botanical Research Institute of Texas, on the line with us right now. Steve, good morning. Well, good morning. Am I a little squeaky? Yeah, you're a little squeaky. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? We retired. I'm not retired. You retired people have a right to get that way. You're going to talk about three of my favorite plants coming up. The first one I'm going to let you talk about because it causes me all kinds of consternation. People calling and their uh, regular varieties don't bloom properly. But the next two are beautiful and a lot of people don't know them very well. So with that uh, very poor lead in to you, tell us about wisterias. You have a special one. Well, actually, yes, we have several varieties of what we commonly call wisteria in the garden. Uh, Everybody's familiar with the Chinese wisteria, which we've already discussed this spring, but Mm -hmm. there's another species, the American wisteria. That is wisteria frutescens, and we have a variety called Amethyst Falls. This is a superior selection of our little-known native wisteria. Uh, It's less aggressive with smaller leaves and flowers than the Chinese wisteria, although it can grow 15 to 20 feet in a season. Uh, you want to provide a heavy, uh, well, it, it provides a heavy bloom in the late spring and then a lighter repeat bloom in the summer. The flowers are lightly fragrant, lavender purple, and born in cascading four to six inch clusters. And ours are blooming right now on some trellises in the pollination pathway, which is the garden between the garden center and the Brit building. Uh, this one does bloom on new growth, which means that you can prune it back in the winter. And it will bloom that following spring. This wisteria is both deer-resistant and drought-tolerant. It grows well in full sun, moist soil with good drainage, acidic to neutral pH soils, and in zones 5 through 9. 
five through nine. So it's quite winter hardy then. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. It uh, blooms on brand new growth. So you prune it in, uh, we'll just say January, and it's going to bloom in, and this is April. So it's going to bloom in April. Yes. That's cool. New wood. Yes. I don't know that one. I haven't grown that one. And giving it a one to ten and being fabulous, where would it fall in? Well, I rate it pretty high. I like the flower clusters. They're they're kind of chunky. They're not as long as the the chain like uh, blossoms on a Chinese wisteria. They're they're more compact, and I think they're very pretty uh, in a nice mm-hmm. color of you know purple lavender. So I'm impressed with it. Good deal. All right, thank you. And that is uh, that is Chinese uh, amethyst falls. I'm sorry, amethyst yeah. falls wisteria frutescens. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Now, mock orange. Several plants get called mock orange, in, including for some reason that I do not understand, uh, the the pittosporum that froze in our yeah. area. Pittosporum yeah. does not look like this plant. Does not act like this plant is not this plant. You're talking about a, a, a plant that is called mock orange up in the Midwest. This is a beautiful shrub. Tell us about it. Well, it is very pretty. The The, the botanical name is Philadelphus coronarius. This is an old-fashioned deciduous shrub that grows about 10 to 12 feet tall and wide. Uh, it has dense, rounded, multi, it's a dense, rounded, multi-stemmed shrub with stiff ascending branches, but they arch downwards. Uh, it makes an excellent addition to a cottage garden or as a foundation planting, as a hedge, or even a privacy screen. Uh, it's grown primarily for its very fragrant white flowers that are up to about an inch and a half across. They bloom abundantly in April and May in small clusters. Uh, gorgeous in bloom, but it's rather unremarkable the rest of the year. So spring is its uh, season of glory. And you want to plant this in full-depart sun and well-drained soil. Uh, we have a nice specimen in the perennial garden, which is absolutely covered with beautiful white blossoms. It's a really uh, showy plant. It's kind of like forsythia. You want to enjoy yeah. it and then just let it disappear. So you plant it uh, toward the back of a, a shrub bed, or not the back of the shrub bed, but with other shrubs around it so it can disappear yeah. when it isn't blooming. Yeah. Right. All right. And and that is a, a lovely plant, mock orange philadelphus like Philadelphia, Philadelphus. If you can remember that, then you'll be getting the yeah. right one. All right. right. And then your uh, next plant is a beautiful perennial. If you ever want to go grow glads, folks, listen to Steve on this one. This is about half size of, of the florist glads and about 1,000 times better. And I'm, I'm glad to go talk for about it. it. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> the Why do I do this? Glad. Yes, yes. It is blooming now. This is native to the Mediterranean region. This sends up a two-foot-tall uh, spike that bears about 10 to 20 florets or individual flowers. Those flowers are magenta-colored with white stripes in the throat. This perennializes very well in our area, so uh, it's good for our area. It comes back year after year. It's a, good, it's a proven perennial. It is beautiful, and you'll see it around old homesteads a lot of times where people have moved off and left it or or whatever. It's just a, a beautiful plant. I love this plant, and uh, it, it's kind of expensive sometimes when you buy it, but if you get to 10 of them and put them in a clump, the clumps will get bigger, and, and mm-hmm. 10 years later you'll have a beautiful display, and you'll have a beautiful display from the outset. So that's mm-hmm. great. And uh, tell us about Spring Market. Well, that's an event we're holding next Sunday, uh, May 2nd, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., this event takes place both in the garden and in the brick building. 
It includes the annual Spring Sip and Shop, a new tea and coffee festival, and a free afternoon in the garden. That is from 12 to 2 p.m. Uh, with numerous, uh, there will be numerous local artisans, food trucks, live music, and more. Uh, this is an indoor/outdoor event uh, that is enhanced by the blooming beauty of spring in the garden. So there will be something for everybody at this event. Again, it's outdoors and indoors, on the grounds as well as in the Brit Building. It's a nice event. All right, that's great. All this detail is at the website, and that is fwbg.org. All right, and if somebody wanted to find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, how would they do that? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive, across from Trinity Park. All right, and then finally, the old-fashioned way of getting information is to dial up on the phone, and that number is? Yes, 817-463-4160. And folks, that's a recorded message. That's not to talk to people. That's just to get a recorded message. And again, fwbg.org is the website. Hope you'll uh, hope you make plans of going to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Boy, today would be a beautiful day, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. This is Steve Huddleston, who is public relations manager there, and we appreciate you, Steve. Thank you. Talk to you Thank next you. Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. All right, and that's sponsored by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I tell you, you have rain like we had over, across much of North Texas uh, two days ago. You are grateful for a Wortham Brothers roof. I know we are. We had ours put on t- uh, three years ago, and it made a huge difference right away. We were having some roof problems, and Wortham Brothers came uh, to our rescue. They are good. They are fast. They are experienced. They have, let me do the quick math, 35 years of putting roofs across North Texas. Tens of thousands of roofs installed. Of course, they do the unusual roof, slate, metal, clay, and concrete tile, but they do composition roofs. That's the bulk of their business, and they do them better than anybody else around. If you have hail or wind damage or just are concerned that you might have had, then you need to contact Wortham Brothers Roofing Company and let them come look at your roof. They'll get up on the roof. They'll take photos of whatever they see and bring the evidence down to you. They are very uh, uh, they are, are based on integrity. They won't show you anything if there isn't anything there. They, they just will tell you, nope, we, roof looks fine. Thank you for inviting us out. Here's our card. Call us if you need us the next time. If you do have problems, maybe flashing, maybe valleys are, are a cracked, whatever it is, uh, if the roof is just wearing thin, they'll let you know, and then they can uh, set out to uh, get you a, a, a cost of of doing a replacement roof if you need to work with your insurance company they can tell you what the damage is and then you file the claim and and uh, when you get the settlement then they are back on the job to do the job beautifully i know that from firsthand experience the roofing company has been on our roof wortham brothers roofing call them today at 972-562-5788 wbroofing.com 972 972- 562-5788, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm Marshall Sapolsky with Callaway's Nursery in North Arlington. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Marshall, very much. Our first call up today, we'll get right into the phone calls because the lines are filling very quickly, all filled right now. First call up is Jeff in Argyle. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning. Morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. How are you doing this morning? I'm well, thank you. What can I do to help you? Good. I have two quick questions. 
a white crepe myrtle that won't grow more than about 15 foot. All right. That is an intermediate white crepe myrtle, and you can always find the best um, uh, recommendations at our website, uh, crepemyrtletrails.org. That's where I always would send you, and uh, you'll see the best varieties. We have them listed by, uh, by size and by color. There is a, a list of all the known varieties, and then there's a list of, uh, of the best varieties as deemed by uh, a, a panel of about eight or nine specialists that we are, are growers and other specialists in, uh, in crepe myrtles. Um, in that one category, we don't have a, a we don't have one that we preferred. And if there's not one that we feel is superior, we just leave that blank, and we did. Uh, Acoma is a really good one that gets about 8 or 10 feet tall, but the problem that you will find with Acoma is it's weeping. It, uh, it has more of a weeping habit. It's a very unusual habit, and it would be hard to train it tree form unless you wanted a weeping crepe myrtle. And I don't mean just like a weeping willow, but it, it has an arching habit, I guess, is a better way to describe it. My preference would be to go a little bit larger if you have if you have that possibility, and I would go probably with the Kiowa or Sarah's favorite white. Both of them will be hard to find, but worth the look. Stay away, whatever you do, stay away from uh, Natchez for all kinds of reasons. Uh, height is is the one that you presented me, but it's also not as good as either of the two that I mentioned. So Kiowa, Kiowa and uh, Sarah's favorite white are sister seedlings of Natchez, I might add, and they are superior. How tall do they get? They will get uh, upwards of 20 feet tall, and so that's going to be that's going to be an issue. If it has to be white, you're going to have a hard time finding one that we recommend really highly in that. Let me let me go to the um, because I don't think in the other list as much. Let me go to the uh, the complete list and see what else is there, and maybe we can find one that would be almost as good. Hang on just a second. So medium, no, these are not sorted by color. Rats, I'm gonna have to look through every one of them. Um, th- there are uh, there are about sixty in that in that range. And you have several that uh, that show up in the 10 to 20 foot range, and uh, in that group you have a black diamond pure white and that has the the, the dark uh, leaves. Uh, you have uh, cotton ball, which is white. Uh, these did not make our cut for the best for various reasons. Uh, some of them would be that they're not as resistant to a powdery mildew, or they're harder to find. Um, there just aren't a lot of whites in the in the ten to twenty foot range. That's interesting. White I have found is, well, that's personal opinion, so I'll leave it alone. But uh, those are those are the two. That's no wonder I'm having trouble remembering them. Burgundy cotton. Burgundy cotton is is a good variety. It's it's one of uh, uh, Dr. Carl Whitcomb's varieties from Stillwater, so it's uh, uh, it is uh, winter hardy, and uh, that one might be worth looking at if you don't mind the purple foliage. Okay. And then my second question is a tulip tree. All right. My house, my house faces northeast, and I'd like to put it in the front. All right. Are you talking about Magnolia solangiana, or are you talking about Liriodendron tulipifera, the true tulip tree? It's a huge I, difference. Yeah. I'm looking for one that doesn't get real tall, and I don't know. My neighbor, when we lived in uh, Henderson County had one up against the front of their house, and it was beautiful. All right. Did it have 
did it have yellow green blooms or did it have pink flowers um i think it had pink flowers all right that's saucer magnolia that would not that's incorrectly called tulip tree be very careful you'll get the wrong tree uh, you can grow that in Argyle. You have a more favorable soil. It's uh, it's an interesting plant, and it would it would do all right for you. It blooms very early, and, and a lot of uh, years you'll get caught uh, with with buds with the last freeze, and it won't have a chance to finish blooming. But they're very pretty. You don't see a lot of them around the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, but they are they're very pretty. How can I help you? I'm running really behind. That's that's okay. I'll let you go. Salsa magnolia. How tall does it get? It will get, uh, in 30 years, it will get about 15 or 18 feet tall. Very slow growing. Perfect. Needs morning sun, afternoon shade. That's exactly what I got. Salt All right. Magnolia. Good deal. Thank, Thank you, you, Jeff. You bet. Magnolia Solangiana. There's an X in there. It's a hybrid. All right. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I have yet another update for you on my book, and that is that the book will apparently arrive sometime around next weekend, a week from now. I, I don't know exactly when, but I got another call from my sales rep. This is, this is a, uh, an interesting evolution of uh, messages. He said, well, we, we told you it was going to be delayed by a week because of an illness of two people on our production, on our press line, and, and this was non-COVID, and he said they're back at work but still going to be delayed by a week. That was, that was last weekend's message I gave to you. They called back and said, we've figured a way to, uh, it's going to cost us money, not me, but them, uh, to uh, get it uh, to you uh, by the end of the month, meaning next weekend. Um, therefore, uh, uh, there's your message. And so it looks like they're going to be coming next uh, weekend. The reason that matters is this is the fifth printing of the book, and I have a special going on that you need to know about. If you haven't heard this, the book will be thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. That will be for the fifth printing of Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores and not on Amazon. Never will be on either of those as things stand now. Hasn't been for the first four printings. Uh, available only from my website or by calling my office. But for now, until I get those fifth printing books, it is $31.95. You save $5. You have your money tied up for a week, but you're saving $5. I really would suggest you get your order in right now. I don't know when they're coming. Uh, they may come on Friday. They may come on Monday. They're somewhere around there is what I was told. I don't know if that's going to change or not, but that was the plan as of Wednesday of this past week, three or four days ago. So, this is the, the book that has 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening in Texas. Landscapes, lawns, uh, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, the whole works. 344 pages, 840 of my photos, 11 chapters, 48-page calendar of critical gardening tasks, when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants. And uh, it is a hardback printed in Texas, bound in Texas, and uh, available only, as I said, by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or you can order it right now at my website. You'll be getting a signed copy, and I'll be signing the minute they arrive, and I'll, I'll keep going until I finish, I guess. Uh, that's going to be several thousand copies, so maybe I won't get them all done the first day, but uh, signed copy. And I'll do the best I can to get it out immediately to you. Uh, you need to order right now, though, if you want that lowest price of just thirty-one ninety-five. It will never go that low again. 
and the website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call, 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation Repair. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. In person, inside, in person, outside, online, always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. That's our church, and that's sharingtheheart.org for the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Let me tell you right now about WhizQ Stone. Let me invite you right now, not so much right now today, but Monday through Saturday, to go by WhizQ Stone in southeast Fort Worth, 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth. Open Monday through Saturday, 22 acres of glorious stone and nice people working there to help you with your landscape uh, uh, use of stone. You don't have a landscape finished until you have stone in that landscape. 817-429-0822 if you need to call them, 817-429-0822. But the best thing to do is start with their website at uh, whiz-q.com. Now, whatever your stone need, whether it's retaining walls or maybe it's a swimming pool, uh, 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 the stonework around the swimming pool, uh, the, the pool decking, maybe it's a fountain that you're trying to create, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just decorative stone or landscape boulders or, or decorative gravel, whatever it is, paved stone. They sell paved stone and they have the ability to interpret what you're doing into the amount of stone that you need. Take measurements, accurate measurements of length and height of the stone or the width or whatever it is, if it's flat or whether it's vertical, and they will tell you how many tons you need to have. They'll have about a a 10 or 15% overage. That's normal. They will tell you that. That's not an upsell. That's because stone is not all square exactly. You need to have a little extra just so it'll fit. That's Whiskey Stone. Nice people, highly revered in the landscape industry, and they can refer you to the best of landscape contractors. Again, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822. Open Monday through Saturday, whiz-q.com. Stone. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Evan Brady with Callaway's in Little Elm, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Evan, very, very much. A couple of things to tell you. Uh, we're I'm just being besieged both uh, on Facebook, and uh, the, the questions came last night with one question in between. What do I do with my oak tree? Is it time to cut it down? No, no. Don't let anybody touch your oak trees. Don't let them inject anything. Don't answer the door if you see somebody with a pickup truck trying to sell you something for your oak tree. They're coming out. They're coming out slowly. I see live oaks that have green leaves poking through the brown leaves. Let them come. Just let the, let the leaves come. Just sit tight. 
It's too soon to know. Don't touch your oaks yet. Uh, ash trees, different story. They're probably not going to come out if they have not leafed out yet. But oak trees, leave them alone for another few weeks. It would be very unusual for oak trees, Schumard red oaks or live oaks, to have any major permanent damage from this winter's cold. They are hardy, especially Schumard red oaks, way up into the Midwest. And so I don't think that there will be long-term damage. But we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. You cannot tell in April. Don't let anybody touch your oak trees now. Is that clear? Did I make that clear enough? I hope so. I ha- I'll bet I answer that in email and phone calls from friends uh, when I see people and on Facebook. I'll bet I answer that 30 or 40 times a week. Please wait on your oak trees. Same is true on tall palms. I'm seeing some green growth in the tops of palm trees now. So there's hope there. Um, and crepe myrtles I will address in a week or two. I'm beginning to see some patterns on them, and I'll begin to address that, but not yet. All right, need to take a break to get into Dennis's newscast. Let me do that. We'll come back with Chris and Rick. Chris in Fort Worth about loquats. Rick in southeast Parker County about something different than freeze damage, and that would be about a peach tree situation. Arborological Services, they will tell you the same thing. Do not touch your oak tree. They won't touch your oak trees. And uh, unless they have some kind of a problem that they had before the winter, Arborological Services, the leaders in tree care for a long time. They founded in 1981. I had their crew at our house this week on Thursday. They were at our house all day Thursday working on our pecans and uh, some of our other trees. And Steve Hauser, the owner and founder of Arborological Services, was there. I had the chance to, to visit with Steve for two hours. That is like having, uh, if I go back in my life about 40 years, the chance to sit and visit with Mickey Mantle for two hours. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. And, uh, you know, you'd never pick Steve out of a crowd. He's just the most humble person. He loves trees, and, and he's one that uh, I have consulted about the oaks. Don't touch the oak trees. That's, he's just beady-eyed about that, and I am too. He has surrounded himself with, with the most talented people in the tree care industry. Uh, in fact, uh, up in our trees on, on uh, Thursday, I had Miguel Pastin as the 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. It doesn't get any better than what you get from Arborological Services. If you want the finest in tree care, here is the number you call. They are strictly local. They are strictly fabulous. 866-552-7267. That's Arborological.com. Arborological Services. 866-552-7267. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays just a little after 6 p.m. It helps you get ready for the weekend. There will always be a featured plant of the week. There will always be a featured uh, question of the week, something I've been asked many times that week. You think I've been asked about oaks? Hey, maybe they show up. Uh, there always will also be 
uh, gardening this weekend where I point out the most critical things to be done that week in your landscape and garden. That's what you see in eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for eGardens. We can't do it for you. You have to do it. You do it electronically right there on my website. Join the almost 75,000 people who get eGardens every Thursday night. You can be one also. Go to neilsperry.com. Same place you buy my book at that discounted price for the next few days only. That's at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's eGardens, free and always will be. Take a look. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. A young Allen resident is charged with the murders of his mother and sister. I'm Dennis Martin. At the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident continues to affect the ramp that runs from southbound 35E to Ewing Avenue. Construction blocks the number one lane of eastbound North Loop 820 between Blue Mound Road and Mark 4 Parkway. And another construction project has closed 635's HOV lanes both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Sunny and breezy today. High temperature should hit the low 80s. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight lows 61 or so. Monday will be partly sunny and continued breezy. Monday's high, around 85 degrees. Right now, lots of sunshine. 57 is the temperature. A 20-year-old Allen resident has been arrested for the murders of his mother and sister. The bodies of Isil Borat and Berku Hazar were found Saturday morning in their home near the Twin Creeks Golf Club in Allen. Barak Hazar was arrested at DFW Airport, waiting for a flight to San Francisco. He is now in the Collin County Jail, charged with two murders. Three North Texas gun dealers have been targets of break-ins over the past two weeks. According to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, Republic Arsenal in Capel, Elliott White Gun Company in North Richland Hills, and SK Arms in Flower Mound have been the victims of 42 gun thefts so far in the month of April. In each of the break-ins, the suspects wore masks, hoods, and gloves, left the scene in an older model, Red Ford Escape, a reward up to $10,000 being offered in this case. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 9 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 News coverage there right now at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. I want to tell you right now about the great people at Callaway's Nursery. They sponsor this whole hour. Have you heard that? Yes, you need to know that. When you go into a Callaway's today, please let them know thank you. Look for the manager or assistant manager and uh, let them know, hey, thanks for sponsoring Neil's uh, hour of his program. They'll be pretty busy today on a beautiful day like today, I'll bet you. Uh, they're selling Palmetto St. Augustine. This is a very good variety. It's an area favorite with dark green wide blades that form a carpet beneath your feet. Purchase 18-count trays from Callaway's Nursery to fill in areas of your landscape. Simply plant the plugs within your existing Bermuda, for example. Fertilize it. Watch it spread. Each 18-count tray is 19 
1999. The certified experts at all of their DFW locations know that now is the time to fertilize. For new lawns, they recommend Callaway's Premium Lawn Food. It's formulated with the correct ratio of primary essential nutrients. Bought some the other day. For established lawns that have been fed more than three times, Callaway's Premium Lawn Food Phosphorus Free Food is the way to go. That's what I got. It has a triple source of nitrogen as well as iron, sulfur, and other trace elements. Now, you don't need to be adding any phosphorus to your soil if you've uh, added uh, fertilizer for uh, a couple of times already. This one is the one you need. Both lawn fertilizers include AquaTurf, which allows water to absorb into the soil more evenly. If you're going green, you want Callaway's Natural Lawn and Garden Food for you. Nourish your lawn with this incredible blend containing Coffee K, an activated organic matter made with real coffee grounds. Goodness gracious. New or established, Callaway's Nursery has the right lawn fertilizer for you. Visit one of their open-air stores or place your order online. If you love plants, helping people, and spending time outside, you can become part of this great Callaway's team. Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations including their newest store. Listen to this, folks, coming soon to Lemon Avenue. Go to Callaway's.com for more information. That's Callaway's Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. If you're back in the office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. All right, and finally, my website, and then we'll go right back to the calls, neilsperry.com. That's where you see uh, the uh, the very special offer on my book uh, for the next few days, anyway, that special offer where you can get my book for only $31.95 plus tax and postage instead of $36.95 while it is in production for the fifth printing. It's also where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter for every Thursday night it comes out. That's also on my website where you find my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions and the information I have left archived there on Rose Rosette Virus. All of that and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com. It's the only place you can sign up for eGardens, the only place you can buy my book, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Kenny Milas from the Fort Worth Stonegate Store. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. And now we go back to the phone lines. He's been waiting a good while. She has Chris in Fort Worth. Chris, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for your patience. How can I help you? Not a problem. I've been looking at my loquat tree for a couple of weeks and thinking, I've got to call Neil and ask him what to do about this. <laughs> um, I think I know what to do, but I want your professional opinion. My loquat has come back gangbusters. It's almost like she's saying, look at me. I survived the freeze and I'm, I'm ready to grow. She's sending off a lot of side shoots off the trunk. And can I just kind of get rid of those and leave it in a tree form, or it's not going to hurt it, I don't think. What does the rest of the plant look like? It's, it's got lots of green, big green leaves coming out of the top. It's got some um, shoots coming out of those branches as well. It's mostly the trunk. It's just got, oh, my goodness, bunches of them just coming up all over, not out of the ground, but out of the trunk. Chris, I would, before you remove those, I would make sure that the top growth above that 
is all sound and healthy and vigorous because usually when a usually when a tree uh, or, or a large shrub i don't know if you remember from high school uh, botany or biology uh-huh. a, a phrase called apical dominance plants uh, have hormones up in the growing tips that, that are sent down the, the stems that say hey I'm, I'm personifying only a little bit with this comment. They say, hey, I'm the big guy up here. Uh, you just stay uh, dormant. I'm growing. I get all the food. I get all the nutrition. And until those buds are lost or damaged or, or slowed in some way, uh, the, the side shoots don't develop. And when there is some kind of injury or when they're removed, pruned or something, then all of a sudden the side buds begin to develop. And that, that's what worries me. Uh, that's what's happening with some crepe myrtles where the tops are uh, lethargic and, and all these shoots are coming from down around the, the base of the plant. That tells me that's a clue that the top is not terribly vigorous. In this case, that, that worries me that the top above that may not have all the vigor that you want. Now, if you can look at it and say, no, this thing is putting on five inches of new growth already, then, then I'm okay with your removing them. But otherwise, I'd probably leave them a little bit longer. You can always take them off. You can't put them back on. Correct, correct. That sounds like good advice. All right, well, I'll go and, ahead. And, and I, I want to I supplement that a little bit by saying that you probably have one of one loquats that survived in that condition, one of one. <laughs> Because almost all of them were killed completely or frozen badly. I've had some posts on Facebook, people saying, look, my loquat's alive, and I look, and I look. And on my iMac, I don't have the ability to zoom as well, which I don't understand. Uh, And so I go to my phone, and I open up the image, and I can zoom uh, in on it. Oh, yeah, I think I see a bud down there. (laughs) But yours sounds like it's much farther along. So oh, either it was in a protected location or you covered it or something, but, but you did something right. Well, when it was smaller, we used to cover it, and we really babied it. And as it got larger, my husband and I said, this is for the birds. It's going to survive or it's not. <laughs> so well, we, I have we, never been able to get them through a winter time, even a, a, a pretty much average winter in Collin County out in the, out in the country here. Uh-huh. And I had trouble getting them through the winter growing up as a teenager in College Station which is 15 degrees warmer. So you're, you're really fortunate. So uh, well, it, had, it had, Neil, it had such a lovely um, uh, uh, crop of loquats last year. Oh, wow. And it made lots of loquat jam. And it, yes, it's labor intensive, but it's really good. Isn't that and good? I, yeah. It is. And uh, anyway, I wish I could send you a picture of it. Post it on <laughs> Facebook. If you're on Facebook, post it on Facebook. Great. I'll have my son show me how to do that. <laughs> well, I'll just have him post it for you and, and say, Chris is my mom, and, and she talked to you about this. Great. Okay, I'd like to do that because it's. I think it's going to come through just fine. Good. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for waiting on me. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let me go to Rick in southeast Parker County. He also has been waiting longer than a human should have to. Rick, how can I help you? Doing pretty good today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. What's going on? About three weeks ago, I noticed this red stuff all over my peach tree leaves. We looked it up. It's called leaf curl, I believe. Uh, Is it going to spread to all of my trees, all my plants? Uh, They are in close proximity. uh, Peach leaf curl. What's it? Peach leaf curl is a is a fungus. Uh, It 
actually is there over the winter time, and uh, I won't say it's harmless because it isn't. It's impacting those leaves, and those leaves are going to fall off when it turns hot in uh, three or four weeks. It it kind of loses its steam when it gets above eighty five or or so degrees, and uh, so. Uh, the main thing, you, there's nothing you can do about it once you can see it. It's too late to do anything. The uh, The recommendation always is, to, now that you know you have the disease on your trees, you should spray as soon as they lose their leaves in November, uh, you should spray with a fungicide such as Daconil, just as soon as they drop their leaves. And, Rick, i got to tell you, that is the the, the least... Uh, obvious time to be spraying a peach tree. They'd lose their leaves. You say, hmm, I guess I better go spray my peach tree. That just doesn't come to mind. <laughs> but that's how yeah, you, that's how you prevent the overwintering uh, spores. And, and so, but it's not, it's, it, it's certainly not the worst thing that ever happened to your peach tree. It might spread to plums, but if it hasn't spread now, it's not going to spread this year. Okay. So, uh, it's just the, fruit? No, it's just the leaves, and it's just peaches, plums, and apricots, and most people don't have apricots. Uh, I've got them all. Uh, well, it's it's going to be those three stone fruit, but it's not going to do any permanent damage to the trees and not going to damage the fruit at all. So you're about you, knock out rose bushes, oak trees, and all that other. Is it going to get to any of those? No, hear me. It only impacts peaches, plums, and apricots. And in, in 40 and 50 years, five zero years of dealing with these plants in this area, first with the extension and for 44 years on the radio, I have only seen it on peaches. I've never seen it on plums or apricots. Only. Well, it will, only. It will fall off of these leaves. Within three or four weeks, the leaves fall okay. off. It's gone. Yeah. You have, you have much bigger things to worry about. Fire ants, chiggers, oh, mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got those too. Oh, yeah. There you go. Go worry about those. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're well. Yeah. I'll keep you awake one way or the other. Rick, have a great day. Thanks for waiting on me. I appreciate you, sir. All right. We'll come back. We have Crystal and Roy City, and we will have you if you call. Haven't given the number in 45 minutes. It's 800 288 WBAP, 800 288 9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is my book, and my book is at the printer. I ran out of books. The fourth printing sold out, sold out so fast right at the end. Oh my gosh. Just uh, 2,000 copies in, in just a, a matter of weeks. And now the fifth printing is there, and uh, already it has sold um, way beyond 2,000 copies. And uh, so I'd like to get you the low price while I can, and I anticipate that there will be a lot more than those 2,000. So please order now, and uh, that last weekend, if it's next weekend or if it's this weekend, there's going to be just a rush uh, to get this low price Uh, because here's what's happening now. I got a call this past Wednesday. And uh, the delivery of the first 5,000 books will come uh, next, uh, it looks like over the weekend sometime, either Friday or Monday of next, uh, a week from now. And I don't know when. I was just told that they are trying to finish the book by the end of the month and get it out of the bindery at that point. This is from the printing sales rep that I use, and he doesn't control the bindery, so it's a little bit... uh, 
up in the air. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, the book that has 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. Chapter 1 is The Basics of Gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of critical gardening tasks when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Uh, four pages per month of when to do things. And then chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I spent four to six weeks writing each one of these chapters. It uh, took a year to write this book. It took a lifetime to learn what I put into this book. So I'd like to uh, get it to you. It's only thirty-one ninety-five plus tax and postage. The minute that they arrive, it's going to go to thirty-six ninety-five, so that's a pretty good savings, and uh, you'll have your money tied up for about a week this way. And I'll start signing and get them to you as quickly as I can. It will not be in stores. It will not be on Amazon. As always, I guarantee your satisfaction, or I will refund every penny without asking uh, any any uh, uh, reason why. Uh, I've sold 60000 to date of the first four printings. No one has asked for a refund yet. So I think you'll be satisfied with it. Uh, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. In no way is it similar to the old cowboy boot book, which was last done in 1991. You think gardening has changed a bit since then? Yes, it has. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Order it by calling my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But by far the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Hello Texans, Bob Phillips here with an important announcement from the folks at Mueller. As a leading manufacturer of steel buildings and residential metal roofing, Mueller wants to extend a Texas-sized helping hand to a nonprofit organization in need of a new facility. One nonprofit will be selected to receive a new Mueller steel building up to 4,000 square feet. From food bank facilities to senior citizen centers, we welcome each Texas nonprofit to write in and tell us why their organization deserves a new Mueller building. With multiple locations across the Lone Star State, Mueller is proud to support their surrounding community. For complete contest rules and an entry form, go to TexasCountryReporter.com and click on Helping Hand. All applications must be received by May 18th and watch TCR for the winning announcement this fall. For more information about Mueller Steel Buildings and Roofing, visit MuellerInc.com or call 877-2-MUELLER. Hi, Bob, my good friend, Bob. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair, and let me advise you to call them now. There's no reason to wait for July or August. If you know you have foundation problems, why do you need to wait to get more proof? You already know it, and it will just do more damage. I'm told by the folks at Advanced Foundation Repair that it's easier to repair a foundation while the soil is moist than it is in the summer. And plus, you don't have that wait while all the other tourists, (laughs) I'll just call them tourists, wait until summer and and, uh, get in line. This is the time to do it. Now, the symptoms that you may have noticed, and maybe you're not aware of, of the symptoms when you have a foundation problem, would be windows and doors that don't operate properly. They uh, they either stick open or stick shut. You can't close them properly. Maybe the tape and bed work in your in your uh, sheetrock is uh, 
kind of wrinkling a little bit. Maybe you have cracks in the mortar joints or in the grout in your tile. Those you probably know are foundation problems, and when they start to form, you want to make sure they're not going through the bricks and not through the tile floor. Oh, my, that's a serious one. So you need to contact Advanced Foundation Repair. I've been advertising for them since 1995. I really am a believer, and I'm also a customer. Their work is great. They're punctual. They get it done. They're neat. They uh, they are also very affordable. And their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the home, transferable from owner to owner to owner. Their website is Foundation Repairs. Dot com plural foundation repairs dot com advanced foundation repair two one four three 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 zero 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 three that's two one four three 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 zero 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 three advanced foundation repair we at Callaways are proud to offer the finest plants, products, and services. I'm Ryan Martin from the Dallas Greenville Avenue Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Ryan. That's a brand new store. They moved up the road just a little bit. Let's go to Crystal in Royce City in uh, Rockwall County. Crystal, it's Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank How you for I having help? me. Sure. Um, okay, so first of all, my husband and my daughter bought me your book for my birthday, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It's Good. wonderful. Good. Um, I do have a question. Um, as with most people, I lost a great deal of my plants in February, um, and I'm in the process of redoing my front flower beds and you know, kind of putting my own twist on things because it already did have landscape when we bought the house, um, but being that most of it passed, <laughs> um, I'm trying to put my own stamp on it. And I was really wanting to put some Italian cypress trees um, because I love them. I love how they're tall, they're slender, the root bases, you know, go straight down instead of spreading and it's not too invasive. However, um, my front beds, they don't get a lot of sunlight because of the way that my house faces. Do you think that they would do okay? Because I noticed in your book it says that they require full sun. Yeah, um, they require full sun, and they okay. also were frozen this year. So <laughs> you, you don't want to you don't want to put them in. Let me let me tell you, Crystal. Uh, Italian cypress have that those two problems. They also have a really serious problem with a disease, and okay. the counterparts in the vertical uh, junipers also have some other really serious disease problems. I would not go either direction on those two okay. things. Okay. Uh, is, it, is it necessary um, that you have anything that vertical? Um, I think so, just because of the, the pillar or the, the arches and the peaks on the house. I feel like on the end, it really needs something to add that height and give that, you know, that extra layer of dimension. Okay, well, let me... So I'm let looking me, for something that can provide okay. height. Okay. Well, they will do that. I'll, I'll just I'll offer one more comment, and, and then you can go with that. I'm not seeing your house, and so it's, it's certainly your landscape. A lot of times we don't want to add more drama to a house with, with more verticality. Uh, we want to soften okay. it a little bit because that just accentuates the man-made lines, and we want to have it look more natural sometimes by using rounded okay. things instead. But uh, in terms of upright plants, Oakland holly is is an upright holly that gets uh, 10 or 12 feet tall. It doesn't go like the, the vertical uh, uh, junipers do. I, I'd go with junipers if you have to do something. I'd go with Skyrocket or one of those Pathfinder, something of that sort. But they have some disease problems that will break your heart years later. Um, there, there just aren't any good, really strongly vertical plants uh, that, that are safe 
in our area. Uh, Scarlet's Peak is a good yopon that will get about 12 feet tall. I'm out of time. I'll come back to it. Stay tuned.